I've been staring at this microphone, trying to figure out, where do I begin? How do I introduce you to something that has the potential to make a dramatic change in your life? My name is Dave Jackson. I run a website called The School of Podcasting, and I've been podcasting since April 2005. Now, back then, back in the day, I remember Googling the phrase podcasting and seeing a whopping one, maybe two pages show up in the results. And at the time, I'd been publishing an email newsletter for musicians. And I decided to take that same exact information that I was putting into an email format and put it out as a podcast. And at the time, I had just been laid off and I was living in my brother's basement in a city called Magador, Ohio. Now, the reason that's important is because, well, life was not going really great at the moment. And most of you just said, Maga who? Huh? Nobody's ever heard of Magador, Ohio. And that's one of the beautiful things of podcasting. You see, a few weeks after I released my first podcast, I had an email come in with an attachment. That attachment was the first audio feedback I would ever receive, and it changed my life. The message said, Hello Dave, this is Michael from Nuremberg, Germany. And I remember stopping the audio before it finished because I didn't believe it. I mean, this guy sounded so German. Did, did he say Nuremberg, Germany? Germany? As in, like, the other side of the planet, Germany? I almost fell out of my chair, and I'm not exaggerating. Here I am, in my brother's basement, hoping no one would flush the toilet while I was recording next to the water heater, and Michael Van Lahr was listening to my podcast in Nuremberg, Germany. Look, I knew podcasting was going to be huge, but this was proof that this was going to change the world. So my goal here is to lead you into the story about a movie about podcasting. Yeah, I know. A podcast about a movie about podcasting. It's so meta. I don't know. It's meta, meta, meta. And we are going to break quite a few rules of podcasting. See, you see, we know where we want to go, but we're not quite sure how to get there. It's kind of like being in a downtown area of really any major city. You can see the building you need to get to, but you're surrounded by one-way streets and traffic and, you know, you know you're going to get there, but you're just not quite sure how. We're going to try to publish on a regular basis, but may not all the time. We're going to do our best. You see, the story is unveiling itself right in front of us. We want to bring you along with us. When we have something to report, we will. You're going to hear a wide variety of audio from Skype to phone calls, from studios to airports and other noisy places. So welcome to the journey. Please keep your arms and hands inside the ride as we go along. So let's introduce you to the team. Let's start off with the main man, Chris Kremitzos, as he talks about how we're kind of putting this all together. It is really run and gun and figure it out as we go. But uh, luckily for me, because of my media background, I've done like thousands of interviews. They, they might not be live on a podcast, my interviews. They're on you know, YouTube, wherever I could put them at the time years ago, about 10, 11 years ago. So I have a, a really good experience of matching up the right characters. So we have characters in this movie. So where did Chris come up with the idea for the Messengers documentary? 
So what most people don't know is I was one of the earliest promoter of podcasting. I did it all local. I did it all here in Tampa Bay. So and when I say earliest promoters, there's people like yourself, Dave, that have been around forever and before you. But uh, I would say in 20, 2012, 2013, I was promoting podcasting. Before that, people were talking about blog talk radio, which I think is great in some respects. But at the time, I knew it wasn't kind of what the what podcasting really was. It was a, a channel of it. So I started I started promoting at uh, e-marketing groups. It's our meetup. And a young guy by the name of Steve Cherubino said, hey, I'd love to talk about podcasting. He was doing some uh, shows. And I said, well, how many people do you have listening to your podcast? He goes, not a lot, like 4,000 a week. And, you know, it is what it is. And I said, excuse me? I said, can you say that again? Did you make a mistake? What was the number? He goes, about 4,000. I go, you realize we're in a meetup here with 10 people physically, which I love, but you have 4,000 people listening to you on a weekly basis. And I had bigger events, like with 100 people in a week, but I didn't have anything in the thousands. So I said, he volunteered. He goes, can I teach podcasting? I said, I would love for you to teach podcasting. And that was the first workshop we did. Then we did a bigger workshop, but it was all under like the Tampa Tampa Bay area podcasting. And then PodFest was the, we did Florida Pod PodFest. And then the next year we did PodFest. We opened it up to everybody all over the world. And what you got to feel because you were there was the culture we had built up over the last few years where we are a family and it's a culture of inclusion and helping people get their message out. So PodFest was formed uh, with the help of Glenn the Geek of the Horse Radio Network, Neil Gilarte, uh, my wife, Katie from Biz Women Rock. And that kind of that kind of encapsulated what we're about to grow into, um, having a really amazing speaker. So here, here I am about to promote PodFest in 2016. Uh, we have people flying from Shanghai, China. I have Justin Crossleaf coming in from uh, the West Coast, from California. So I, I started thinking to myself, wait a minute. I got Glenn the Geek, who has a horse radio network. I got Danny Pena, who is Gamer Tag Radio, which is a gaming network, a gaming show. I said, there needs to be a documentary about these different characters because they all come from such different worlds. And that's when I called Neil Gilarte up. He's a filmmaker, good friend of mine. I said, Neil, I just want to make sure I'm not off my rocker because I know to do this, it'll take a lot of manpower. But I believe that we have a documentary in the making of these individuals that have amazing podcasts and stories to tell to inspire other people. And I pitched him the idea and he said, I think you're on I think you're on the right track. So we had five days from that idea to Podfest. I said, Well, we better hurry up and uh, figure out how we're gonna do this. And I said, There's a young guy named Salo that I love his editing and he's really aggressive. So Neil said, Let me see if I could call Salo. Salo's like, Man, I got a gig. He was um filming some prisoners or something for some program. And he goes, I got a film gig. I got to be at the local prison for some project. I'll see what I can do. So Salo moves around his schedule. He says, I'm in. Neil says he's in. Willie Harper, who has Needles and Scratch, a children's show. He's also uh, our director of photography. He's in. And that's when we start uh, recording the interviews at PodFest. You were part of it. You remember being interviewed. Uh, you were, you're our soundbite machine, by the way. There's no one else. I want everybody to know there's no one else that produces great sound bites better than Dave Jackson, period. <laughs> now, this is not some sort of fun hobby movie that we made with a camcorder that we found in the attic. This is a legitimate documentary. And as you might imagine, legitimate documentaries, well, they're not free. And so you'll hear where person after person after person is making a sacrifice for this project. 
Yeah, um, I've tapped out my reserves. Basically, I took all the profits of Podfest and piled it into uh, this movie. So that that's long gone now. So we're into a uh, crowdfunding campaign that we're going to launch. We really need about $39,000. But in crowdfunding, you got to ask for the bare minimum. So we're going to be asking for $19,731. If we meet that mark, then we could keep going. With the filmmakers, they're willing to donate quite a bit of their uh, time because they believe in this project. But why? Why do people believe in this project? I asked Director of Photography, Willie Harper. When Chris brought this project to me, um, I told him right away that I was excited and I definitely wanted to do it. Now, at the very beginning, it seemed just like any other filmmaking project. You know, I was like, okay, I'll make this look beautiful, tell a story. Um, so when I went to his podcast uh, event, I was... Um, floored by what I saw there uh, because I also had was presenting something else there too um, but to really see what podcasting really was because I had no clue what that was really um, actually I got educated basically on what podcast meant and what it does to the community so that's really what sold me into delving into this documentary now what I did not expect is the emotional impact. I had no clue at all how much it reached and touched people. I mean, you talk about all different kinds of walks, different cultures, different backgrounds. It is amazing how you can be at home on a microphone, think you're speaking to nobody, and not even realize that you're touching or saving the life of somebody by just the words you speak, just by your simple message. And, you know, from a guy from the outside looking in, that is powerful. So... Right away when we um, recorded our very first interview, I believe, which was Lee Silverstein and his impact on his colon cancer and how he just wanted to get that message out, let people know if they're suffering from the same disease that never to give up. That was powerful. And to me, that's what made me want to give extra um, so I can help get that message out there visually. And um, once I saw the impact that Lee had on the community, I was like, all right, guys, let's just have a meeting. Let's let's regroup because now I really want to give this a very artistic look to it. And we brought in Salo, the editor, and we really just reformatted how we wanted to show each presenter and each person of how they present themselves to the movie. And really, that just started a leg all over itself. So I would love to take credit for how it visually looks, but really, it's the people's story that is painting the beautiful picture that we've seen. I asked Hall of Fame podcaster Danny Pena of Gamertag Radio, why are you getting involved? Because I feel that in the podcasting community right now, they're focusing too much on the success on the money side, which is nothing wrong with that. But there's other stories out there of other podcasters that they have an amazing story. I just want people to be inspired. But this is just not a fun walk in the park with a camera. I spoke with Neil Galarte in many different locations whether it might have been the L.A. Uh, airport getting ready to take off or things of this nature. So Neil's always fun to get on the phone, but listen to what a typical day is like for Neil. Uh, I think I spent the whole of three hours a night as I transferred the footage over, posting to our Facebook and trying to keep up with these interviews and just really promoting the film as I go. But, uh, bro, this is what I did. This is what I wanted to do my entire life. The funny thing is that this film and podcasting is allowing me to reach some of my personal dreams. I'm from Southern California. It was an honor to come home and just kind of do what I do. And uh, it's, I'm just overwhelmed, man. And uh, it's been an amazing experience. Now we're going home for one week. 
And then we're off to Antigua to record Sean Smith, the mobile pro, as he spreads uh, you know, the word of God over there in Guatemala. We want to capture that as well. And you'll be hearing more tales from the road, some behind-the-scenes things that have gone on, including a drone gone wild. And uh, I asked Chris about how are things going on the road, and this is how he explained it. I asked the crew when we were done with the South Florida shoot and uh, Ocala, I said, does everybody, because you guys have done, this is my first real movie set where I'm going around doing a documentary. I said, do people treat you this well when you go around interviewing them? And Willie said, I was going to tell you that we've never had this experience before. People are cooking for us. They're having us uh, like Christy Hauser and the Keys took us out on our boat and they genuinely want to take care of us. And they, they call that, they, they call, this is what they said. They go, that's the Chris Kermitzos effect. I go, how so? They go, you built so many great relationships and helped so many people out that they want to, they want to uh, treat us well and they want to be part of this project. Willie Harper. I keep trying to tell Chris, you know, that's the Chris Kermitzos effect. No matter how much you try and, and, and fight it, people are opening their houses and being so warm and taking the time and effort to give us this huge Thanksgiving meal for free. Do you not understand how big that is? And that effect is what led me to being involved with this particular project. I remember it vividly. I was walking around, enjoying the ambiance that is Walmart, and my phone rang, and it was Chris. And he was explained about the documentary, the fact that I'd been interviewed for it, and that they wanted to expand its reach and really expand the publicity of the documentary. They really want to make this as big as we can make it. And would I be involved in the documentary? Well, I had the word yes out before I could, you know, before he was even done. And it's, we all have this passion. We have seen what podcasting can do. We all have a personal interest in podcasting. All the filmmakers, by the way, um, Neil Gilarte, our director, has a podcast called All Things Post. Willie has a YouTube channel called Needles and Scratch Kids Show. Uh, Salo is just a young kid, 26, getting started, and he has his own studio. So they could, they are part of the soul of the subjects that we're interviewing. They are living the same thing that's going on. So it's really a unique thing to have the crew invested fully because they're doing their own projects as well. So that Kremitzos effect, we've all seen it. We all believe in it. I want to be involved in this because of people like Chris and, and Glenn the Geek and Danny Pena. And Danny Pena, according to Neil, wanted to be involved because I was involved. We've all seen the power of podcasting and the connections that you can make and that intimate feeling that you just get just with your words. It's amazing. And it really boils down to a lot of what Chris is all about. And um, I guess it's just what I've done as a community builder. I build really amazing communities. If I go to a conference, my number one thing is I want to meet some really great people and make connections and see how I could build that relationship, not get business out of it. Not, you know, that's always a byproduct. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But uh, I'm a community builder, and I've built some really great relationships. That's why PodFest is so special, and that's why we're excited to premiere. This project we're hoping to premiere at next year's PodFest uh, in front of a crowd, having a panel um, you know, of the filmmakers and a panel of the people that were interviewed uh, talking about you know, the process of making this, uh, this film. And speaking of the process of creating the film, it hasn't all been cotton candy and rainbows. In some cases... Things went literally to the dog. 
Here's a tale from Willie Harper. So in the Florida Keys, um, we were interviewing a podcaster, uh, Miss Chrissy, and out there, she took us on a boat to show us uh, some of the beautiful waters and some of the beautiful sightseeing out there. And she had her dog uh, out there on the boat, too, with her. So me, my background is I've always loved water. I When I lived in uh, California, I surfed a little bit in my life. So anytime I get around water, I definitely want to get in. So we're on the boat. We interview her. Uh, and then when we're finished, right before she's about to head home, I'm thinking, you know, wouldn't it be a cool picture if I just go ahead and just took a picture right over the boat? So I asked her if I could do that. And she said, yeah, but I don't really think she thought I was going to get over on the other side of the boat. So I did. I hung my body off the boat, barely touched the water. And she was like, are you okay? Well, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm cool. So I told Neil to go ahead and take a snapshot picture. I was like, yeah, it's going to be funny. Take a snapshot picture. People don't think I went overboard. So he was fumbling with his phone. And me, I was losing my grip because one of the waves had hit my left foot and it took half my body into the water, but nobody else saw that. So I'm struggling to get back into the boat. And Neil goes, "Okay, well, I'm ready to take a picture. And he took a picture and I said, Neil, uh, I can't get back in the boat. And he was like, this is a beautiful picture. This is great. This is everything. The water's great. Oh, this is going to be so awesome for Facebook. Just make sure you don't see a shark back there. And then I'm whispering to Neil, Neil, I can't get into the boat. So he was like, what would you say? Would you say, Will? So the dog actually ran up there, grabbed me by my shirt and helped me get into the boat. So that uh, that photo that people see on, on Facebook with me hanging over is me really trying to get back into the boat. And speaking of road stories, we'll have more road stories from Neil Galarte in the next episode of the Messengers podcast. Yeah, last time I talked to you, I was at the uh, Tampa airport heading here, and boy, did I underestimate uh, how many people would be at this conference. This is the largest gaming conference in the world. And as we start to wind down this episode, I wanted to talk about the message of executive producer Chris Kremitzos, but I didn't want to get it directly from Chris. So I talked to some of the people involved with the project. I'm going to start off with Desmond Adams, who is a radio personality and a podcaster. He's an empowerer. He walks around trying to figure out who could I connect that person with? Who could I network that person with? And that's what he's all about. So with this documentary, I really, truly believe, and it's taken me a while to understand this, that Chris really wants somebody to see this and go, man, I got a message. That's for me. I can do it. John Dennis is a podcaster and runs the largest Facebook group dedicated to podcasting called the Podcasters Hangout. Here's what he had to say about Chris. I don't know many people who are so locked in to helping other people and not just like, oh, hey, here's, here's, you know, here's some help, but truly finding ways that are specific to other people's needs. I think it's an inherent quality and trait about Chris. I think the messengers, this documentary is sort of a culmination of who he is at his core. I know he wants to help others. And so this isn't just a documentary to kind of chronicle how others do things with podcasts, you know. But it, it's it's a, it's a film that is at its core portraying what Chris stands for. I was able to get Chris to talk a little bit about himself. You'll see it in this film, whether it's uh, Lee Silverstein, who was hosting one of our podcasting meetings, 
he got inspired by being the host. He's standing in the back of the room. He's sitting there hosting the meeting for us at a local college. And now he has the colon cancer podcast. So he could help people with colon cancer because he's been uh, dealing with that for the last few years, thriving and succeeding. And he's created a podcast to help people with that. So I, I would consider myself an amplifier. So anyone around me that believes in what I do, I'm able to help them by upping their game and, and directing them in the right direction. And speaking of sending people in the right direction, right now I would like to direct you to themessengersdoc.com. That is our website. You can, all the things where Willie's talking about pictures of the boat and Neil is talking about pictures that he's taken. It's all at themessengersdoc.com. Go over, get involved, like us on Facebook, sign up for the newsletter, and start telling your friends about this because you can be involved with this movie as well and start spreading the power of podcasting and realize that we all have a message to say and we want to spotlight this so everyone can get involved and we all make the world a better place. The website again is themessengersdoc.com. Get involved and we'll see you again real soon with another episode. Coming in future episodes of the Messengers podcast, sometimes the crew gets along. The villagers in Guatemala have been told that Neil is coming and they have been inoculated, just so you know. <laughs> sometimes the tensions start to build. Why is that? Why do you feel like you abandoned them? Because I wasn't there. I mean, Neil went out to LA to film for Danny Pena, and now here they are doing all this work and I'm not there. And this is the project that I started. When the invoices start coming in, reality sets in. I don't know the finances. I do know that Chris, like, what he initially thought he was going to have to do, he blew past that. Like, thousands of dollars just kind of blew past so that. They gave us a, um, a Saturday for us to go out to Puerto Rico. We're trying to make the reservations to get the crew out there to Puerto Rico, but the crowdfunding is really going to come into play for us to make these trips happen because now the expenses of flying everybody and the crew's got to get paid for their time, it's kind of uh, building up. Some As we continue to awe and inspire. And uh, people, when they see the trailer, I mean, literally, they I usually, I facilitate events, so I always ask, all right, guys, let's give them a round of applause. People applaud on their own after the trailer is done, so it's really cool to see the impact it has. Now, you've heard a lot about the trailer in this particular episode, and what it is is I'm actually going to play you the audio from the trailer, and it's a brief trailer, and what it does is it, it takes a peek at several podcasters, and you'll hear some music in between. Those are mood points in which basically you put uh, words on the screen, so it is kind of a visual thing, but it, you can still hear some of the stories, some of the people involved. So without further ado, here is the trailer, at least the audio from the trailer, from The Messengers documentary. Find us again at themessengersdoc.com if you want to actually watch the, the trailer it really is very cool. So thanks so much for listening and stay with us as we go through the journey. I don't listen to radio. I haven't listened to radio in years. And when, the one day I forgot my phone, it was like nails on a chalkboard. This great podcasting is like porn. Um, you know it when you see it. Oh my God, people have no idea how much work this really is. 
Don't be afraid to start. Just get started. People are going to always want to have a voice. They're going to want to always share it with people. It's the experience of the excitement of connecting with somebody. Capturing the power of intimacy is something that podcasting does better than any other media. It's got to be something you're passionate about because when you first start out, you're going to be podcasting to nobody. Let the listeners be part of your journey because they're the ones that are going to be spreading the word about, about your show. has never gone down. It has gone up every single year. So many people that were so encouraging and saying that we need something like this right now. I don't eat or drink or sleep anymore. Um, I just podcast. I'm having fun doing it. Best job I've ever had. I think we're just at the beginning. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting, asking you, what's your message?